0: How do you become a DJ and create an incredibly successful lifestyle while everyone around you doesn't even believe it's possible? That's the big question. And this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to the DJ University Podcast. DJ University Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the DJ University Podcast. This is episode number one. This is so exciting. By the way, my name is Ben, and I figured today I talk about where I got started and how I got started in the first place uh, as a DJ. And, you know, I totally was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. My parents are multi-billionaires, and so they bought me all the equipment. Uh, They got me all the bookings and the nightclubs and all the big events, the festivals. And so I, I was just pretty much set up. No, I'm totally joking. That is exactly the opposite of what happened. As a matter of fact, my parents have always been kind of in the middle class or lower middle class, and uh, when I was younger, I was about four years old. My parents split up. They got divorced, and uh, for the first part of my adolescence, I actually lived with my mom in Germany because that's where her family resided, so uh, once they split up, that's where she moved to, and she took full custody of my sister and I. My sister's actually uh, older than I am as well. And then um, kind of early teenage years is when I decided that I wanted to move back with my dad in the States. And so I moved back to the United States, to California. And at the moment in time that I moved, he actually lived in a trailer park with my sister. And so I literally got to just move into a trailer. And uh, the crazy part is that him and my sister um, had a nice spot set up. It was a two-bedroom, two-bath trailer. And so you know he naturally took the master bedroom, uh, since he paid for the, the, the place. Right. (laughs) And then, uh, my sister took the other bedroom. So you may be asking yourself, well, where did you go then? So as a matter of fact, what happened is when I moved in, um, they split the already small living room inside of a trailer in half and built a makeshift wall out of PVC piping and blankets. So the PVC piping acted as a frame, and then blankets duct taped to the PVC pipe frame. Um, So super, super um, DIY. (laughs) Um, The crazy part is that my father has always been, let's say for the lack of a better word, negative. And so he was verbally abusive and always... I don't know, for some reason it seemed like he was so unhappy that he wanted to make everyone around him unhappy as well. So, that being said, a lot of times there would be arguments in the house in addition to that At nighttime, because naturally it was in the, you know, the living room was part of my bedroom, um, the entertainment center was naturally set up right on the opposite side of the blanket wall. So as you can imagine, did not insulate any sound. So uh, when I was trying to go to sleep at night, um, they would be blaring the TV. And so a lot of times I just threw on my headphones and listened to music and drown out all the, the excess noise. In addition to that, music really became therapy for me because, again, as I mentioned, my dad was verbally verbally abusive. I kid you not, on a daily basis, he would tell me uh, how worthless I was, that I was never going to amount to anything, that I was going to be this uh, massive failure. And I think looking back at it, you know, of course, going through it, it was painful and it really sucked. But I am so thankful that it happened the way it did because... Without it, I don't think I would have the drive that I have. I wouldn't have the perspective that I have. I wouldn't have the empathy that I have towards others that may be struggling as well. So, uh, you know, for those of you that uh, know me out there and um, as you listen to me, hopefully you'll learn this about me, is that I try to be an encourager. I try to be a hope dealer. So, um, and that comes because of that pain in my story, the earlier parts of my story. Now, moving on, because I was so much into music, I naturally wanted to build big, big speakers and uh, you know get the nicest sound gear. Uh, nicest sound gear being Radio Shack. <laughs> so, you know, entry level sound gear because I couldn't afford anything better. And a lot of the stuff was like used, you know, I had to use Boombox that uh, my dad had laying around the house. And then I would go down to the electronics store to buy some more cheap gear to kind of fulfill my sound system, right? And one thing I really looked forward to on a daily basis was when my sister and my dad would leave to run errands or whatever they were doing. Because at that point in time, I could crank up the sound system to the point where I felt the bass thumping in my chest. I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this kind of podcast, you know exactly what that feeling is like. Now, so I was hooked, but I needed to figure out how I would, you know, once I grew up, of course, because at that time I was still uh, a teen you know, early teenager, I mean, even a preteen. Um, but I needed to figure out that, okay, if I grew up, what, how would I be able to make a living um, with something with music? Because I didn't consider myself really naturally talented when it came to singing or uh, being a rapper. I never really saw myself doing that. But I wanted to find another way within the music industry that I could uh, maybe create a career for myself. So, fast forward to just a few months later, I was invited to a junior high dance at one of the local community centers. And I saw a DJ spinning there live, and I was hooked. I couldn't imagine that this guy had a group of girls surrounding him. He had this awesome gear with big speakers, because back in the day, I mean, the speakers were enormous. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know exactly what I'm talking about those carpeted big speaker cabins with the um you know the corner brackets and the grills on the front screwed to it. Uh they they look super rugged and probably you know, Now the, the new school speakers, like today's speakers, probably outperformed by a long shot, but they still looked really awesome. And uh, I just thought to myself, man, I can't believe this is what this guy does for a living. He gets paid to play music, to be the life of the party, gets to be the popular person, and gets to be almost like a rock star without having to sing or be naturally talented in that arena. So at that point, I made a decision, This is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Now, the crazy part is, I don't know how to get started. I mean, I've never been a DJ before. So, how do you know what to do if you've never done it before? In addition to that, I didn't know any DJs. So, I didn't know who to ask, right? I didn't have any guidance. So, I thought to myself, man, I mean, I think what I need to do is figure out what equipment to buy. So, I literally went to uh, just one of the local electronic stores, again, one of those cheap electronic stores, uh, and started researching the gear. But my home life didn't change. So even though I now had kind of a purpose uh, or kind of a a North Star to to point towards, um, there's still a lot of drama happening at home. And so, again, music was my therapy throughout that entire time. Now, fast forward even further throughout high school, One thing is that I was never really academically gifted. So I struggled in school. I didn't get terrible grades when I tried. However, it took a lot for me to get basic grades. So we're talking about, you know, just to get a C, I had to stay after school to get tutored by the teacher and also do extra credit work to to catch up, right, to to get a better grade. And so I always struggled in school and uh, just wasn't, academically inclined that's probably the best way to put it now fast forward to high school i think i was around 16 years old i was visiting my godparents and uh, their friends came over who were much older and they're established realtors and they handed me this book and said hey son i want you to read this book because it's going to change your life the book was rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki Now, I told you I wasn't academically inclined. So I was the person that had never finished a book from cover to cover up until that point that that book was handed to me. I actually cheated on my book reports. Uh, In addition to that, I also pretended as if I was reading whenever I was monitored by the teacher or my parents at home. So that's the kind of kid that I was. All right, But once I started reading this book, I was drawn into it. And I literally finished it from cover to cover. And that was the book that gave me the confidence in realizing that me not being academically inclined is okay, that I'm actually normal for the type of person that I am. And that's an entrepreneur. Now, you got to realize that as a teenager, most of us struggle with insecurities because we're still trying to figure out who we really are and what our purpose is to be even on this earth in the first place, right? I mean, some gifted kids that might find, you know, success with sports or again, are super, you know, prodigies, um, they might may find their purpose a lot sooner. But at that point in time, I was still struggling to find who I was, what my purpose was, but then also going home every day, being reminded how worthless I was, and that I wasn't going to amount to anything. And I'm pretty certain that majority of us have an understanding of the fear of failure and what that feels like. I felt like, you know, I that definitely was a huge driver in that point in time in my life, just because I was reminded on a daily basis that I might end up becoming a failure and that I was worthless and, and wasn't going to amount to anything. And if I If that ended up becoming true, I was validating that my dad was correct about me. And that was a huge motivator and driver for me. Another thing that I realized is that um, if I modeled what my dad did with his life, then I wouldn't end up any different. And so this is a guy that not only lived in the trailer park, but also suffered four divorces and also had a shaky relationship with his own kids in addition to also seeming super unhappy on a daily basis. I mean, the joke that I made growing up is you can put my dad on a sunny beach with a cocktail in hand and he'll still complain about how hot it is, right? And so I realized that in order to turn out different and to create different results in my life moving forward, I had to dramatically shift my mindset And the only way that I could do that is by being inspired by others who are greater role models. So again, I still thank my father and I still love my dad actually um, to this day, of course. But you know, the way I looked at it is that I'm thankful for my dad for being an example of what not to do. So that way I could seek better role models and examples of what to do, what the correct thing was to do. So, What I did is I literally would spend time in the library or the bookstores in the self-help section, the business section, and the music section. Those were my main three go-tos. And over time, it didn't happen overnight, but over time, my mindset slowly shifted in the opposite direction. And so once I realized the impact that these authors, these thought leaders had in my life, it made me realize that I wanted to now Do the thing and pay it forward, and so me actually publishing this podcast is one of the ways that I am fulfilling that vision. The other is the the businesses that are run is not really for the financial aspect. Of course, we all need money. Like the the best way that I like to put it is that um, you know money's like air, right? Money's like food. Money's like water. We need it to stay alive, right? However, it's not the purpose of living life. We don't live life to drink water. We don't live life just to eat food. We don't live life just to breathe air. There's a deeper and larger purpose to life than than just those basic foundations. But those foundations are very necessary in order to stay alive to live your purpose, right? And so the same goes with with this is that, you know, it's not really the financial aspect. Of course, I need, you know, a certain amount Of financial stability to provide for myself and my family. But really, what drives me the most is the impact that I can have on people's lives, the impact that I can work towards influencing and impacting people's lives for the better. I'd like to think that if you are still listening to this episode, you are a person of that same stature. And so, If you align with my vision of impacting people's lives for the better, then I'd love to hear from you. As a matter of fact, I put a link inside of the show notes where you can record a message directly to me and I'll listen to every single one of them, by the way. And then in addition to that, um, if you have any questions or any topics that you'd like me to talk about on this podcast, I'd love to hear about those as well. So go ahead and click on the link inside of the show notes. I'd love to hear from you and let me know what you thought about this first episode And also, again, if you align with this purpose and also if you have any questions moving forward. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. We hope this episode provided you with incredible value. Please leave us a review so we can learn from your feedback on ways to improve. Subscribe to the podcast and be notified when the next episode drops. Lastly, don't just listen to this podcast. Take massive imperfect action.